Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus the Christ is alive. He's the Lord God Almighty. Lord, thank You for everything. I, I pray for those listening. I believe with them for their needs. Reveal to them Your glory. Holy Spirit, we welcome You into this time. Also, I want to just I want to pray for, send out laborers, Lord, to the Middle East, to Israel. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen. In the wonderful name of Jesus. Did you know that man was born to fellowship with God? I want to continue to proclaim that, present it, and, and it's a glorious revelation of the only true God that He offers to fellowship. Just as He has given His Son, Jesus Christ, to the world, given the Holy Spirit, all the, these wonderful truths and revelations that Jesus died for the world, in the same way, He offers to fellowship. That's another example of how awesome He is. Amen. And that he's, he's the most wonderful, most beautiful person. Jesus the Christ. Jehovah God, His name is Jehovah God and Jesus Christ His Son and the Holy Spirit. I want, I'm just going to, I want to continue to say this. It takes, we, ha, we need to hear and hear and hear to get it into our spirit person. Okay, time out, a brief time out. I want to apologize that my delivery of these messages has not been at the level it should be. I'm, please know I'm, I want to improve on that. There's been way too many ahs and ums. and So thank you for bearing with me. Plus, my throat is bothering me and... If, well, okay, a brief review of yesterday's main message that we as humans miss it. So this theme, we're working on a, on a general, uh, some content that's titled, God's Love, Man's Response. We miss it. One of the ways that we miss it is about, well, He's offered to fellowship, and that's something that is not heard a lot, right? It's not taught about a lot or spoken about. It's, sadly, there should be more emphasis on that. On his, And so it starts with when someone finds Jesus Christ, they found the greatest. That's what they were created to do. He's God Almighty. The purpose of life, the reason for living is to know Him to, and to experience Him to, forever. Amen. And, and He offers Himself. He offers eternal life. That's what Jesus called it. Same word for eternal in Greek is everlasting. Everlasting life. That's what 
And what is eternal life? It's knowing Him, the only true God in Jesus Christ. And there's unlimited potential. Really, I... That truth and revelation that God wants to fellowship with you and with every person. Literally, He offers He offers Himself to every person. Therefore, it's, actually, it's also true He offers to fellowship with them. The God of the universe offers to fellowship. I mean, that... I mean, I really should just stop this message right now. Stop the podcast. That one truth... That same message, Jesus Christ offers that. I mean, it's just, it's, it's truly, basically everything that, that the only true God has done is too wonderful for us in the natural to, to comprehend. And so the key the Holy Spirit reveals them to our spirit person. Amen. And that's the spirit realm. And Jesus even spoke about it. He said, God is spirit. Those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. And, and that's the Holy Spirit. He's so wonderful. So someone may ask, how do we do this? The Holy Spirit. He's the, he is Jesus Christ. He is the Father. He's glorious and beautiful beyond description he's remembered like the uh, uh, if the just the other day I was speaking about the fire that's the glory of God this fire the glory of the Lord amen let me add this a great man of God who wrote some books and impacted a lot of people said one of the purposes of our life is to lose ourselves in His glory. What does He mean by that? That's that's Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. When we uh, go deeper, go into the phases, we can lose ourselves in His glory and, and it's just that's really the answer. That's okay, and then it's fellowship with Jesus Christ. That's the fourth phase. We as humans need, want that and need that, right? That's why people do things like they get into. Um, I don't even want to mention it, but you know, sex, alcohol, drugs to escape, right? They or something. You know, they fall in love with something. It might be many other things too. Maybe themselves. Maybe they're um, they're in love with their career. Maybe they're in love with another person. Nothing wrong with that. But when Jesus, another great man of God, a different one said, when we find Jesus, He takes all those things that were our first love, puts them in their right place, takes away the thing, you know, Amen. That's that's so. Th- Basically, it's so simple. When someone meets Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit, they will find that true fulfillment, and they won't need 
those things I just mentioned. Okay, uh, another timeout, and I, again, I apologize. I'm, let me just explain to you. I want to just get these messages out. And so we're not doing a lot of editing and a lot of bells and whistles. I'm just I'm doing the message and getting it, getting it out. That's why it's a little rough around the edges. All right. Administrative thing. In the next few days, I'm I'm going to give at least one message. Some messages about this, the topic of faith, and the three. There's three revelations of faith, and there's seven levels of faith. It's all revealed in the Bible, and it's a wonderful topic. Everything in our most holy faith, when we find the Holy Spirit, becomes wonderful and just glorious and uplifting and, and, and newness and it's just so wonderful. Faith is a topic that people are a little hesitant about and it's wonderful. And, and so I, I have not spoken about faith much. It's Jesus' second most frequent topic that He spoke about and it literally could be translated reliance. It's simply reliance on God and He gives us faith. There's three revelations of faith. I'll just briefly say there's the, the measure of faith, the fruit of faith, and then the gift of faith. And they lead to one another. The, God's given every person a measure of faith. That's a famous scripture in Romans, and that's proof and evidence that He wants to save every person. Every... He's given a measure of faith to every person. And I believe that in the natural, people who even who are unsaved, they have faith. In fact, they're exercising it all the time. And it takes faith. It takes to just to live on the earth. And God's given them that. And so they have the potential of being saved. All they have to do is believe in Jesus Christ. And they receive eternal life. Okay. Back to the main topic. This I'm gonna this I'm gonna keep this message short. Try to. Yesterday I gave kind of a heavy message, you know, about God's love and man's response. We've done a website with that title, got it with dashes between those words.com. And there's a lot of content. It's basically just summaries of some of the famous stories from the old from Genesis and Exodus. And then it goes into the life of Jesus Christ as a man is a, another uh, reveals this, this pattern of God's love and mercy. God reaching out to man. Creating mankind. Wanting to... Having... A relationship with him, wanting, and yet man chooses self, and even worse than that. And and there's a clear pattern that's very, very ironic, and tragic, and sad. And then let's, and so it, it actually permeates. Let me say this: that website's not complete, but. 
from Genesis to Exodus to the life of this pattern, we see it to the life of Jesus Christ, the man, in many ways in his life as a man. I mean, it is just, I mean, that's a whole topic that's really amazing to look at. A lot of that is on, on the website. Coming to modern times, the last 2,000 years, there's the false church, which is mentioned in the book of Revelation. That's Babylon in the book of Revelation is the false church. To think that the false church would do the things that they've done, okay, and then move to today. We see it today. Just look at the overall statistics. Look at the world around us. Look at, at people, even in our own little world. I've been mentioning that. You know, we go from the overall statistics of the world that 70% of the world are not followers of Jesus Christ. Then we can even look at our own little, we call it our little corner of the world, the people that we know. Now, praise the Lord that we can go to church services and there's many, many people saved. So in case someone says I'm being negative, well, praise the Lord, 2 billion, as many as 2.2 or 2.3 billion people in the world are Catholics and Christians. Amen. And God is merciful if someone simply knows Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and stays with Him their whole life, honestly, genuinely, they'll go to heaven forever. Amen. I mean, He's a God of love and mercy. But, there's the other side. Look at the Scripture that says, if it's hard for the righteous to be saved, how much more so for the sinner? Jesus spoke about many go in by the wide gate that leads to destruction. There are few who go in by the narrow gate in the constricted way that leads to life. I mean, He said it. And it's confirmed actually in the next... Well, I, I want to, to just... If, if you followed this podcast, you know that I like lists. There's a great teacher I follow who also has lists that is just... I almost want to just list the examples in the Bible and list the examples in our world of this truth that God's love and mercy is so clear and yet man chooses self and misses it. And I'm guessing, I mean, there's like, again, just in the Bible and then in the world. Now, I know that's not the Bible, but well, let's just stick with the Bible in case someone says, oh, well, you're coming up with your own. No, let's just stick with the Bible. There's probably 30, 30, 40, 50, clear, maybe more, 50, 60, 70 specific scripture, uh, stories, events, scriptures, and truths that reveal that most people, that God's love and mercy is so clear. He's done everything he can do, and yet man chooses self and most people will end up, will miss heaven. I'm putting it mildly. I mean, it's so clear. 
Now, why am I presenting this? If it's in the Bible, it's important. That's number one. Number two, I want to motivate us to to just continue to proclaim this glorious gospel and build hunger in anyone who will listen. That's number two. So just to to you know, let's let's be in that the group of the few. Amen. Amen. Reinhard Bonnke, in a message one time, I remember specifically, he said he found the key. It's connecting up with the move of the Holy Spirit. He said it's Jesus in the power of the, the risen Lord Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit. And he said, you will be in it too, but God must deliver us from ourselves. From our, oh, that's what he said. That was his words. So that we can, and he said, he continued on and said, so we can break free from these old cliches and all, and say, Lord, do something completely new in my spirit. Amen. And so we have this glorious gospel, Jesus and, and, and his glory and majesties. He said, here's another phrase he used we're condemned to victory. There's other reasons I'm. Pr- proclaiming this but let's just leave it at that that this glorious Savior who's available His presence and glory available one final thing someone may wonder why am I presenting what sounds very negative Okay, here's a reason. If we get the anointing, people will get saved. They will get healed and set free. They'll get saved and healed and much more. And, and we can... Uh, there's potential... For people to think that someone can get saved and not be in that group of people who choose self, not be in that, they can find Jesus, find everlasting life, spend what they were created to do and spend eternity in heaven. How wonderful. And people in the who are already saved we can, uh, with the anointing, people get built up in their most holy faith. They get empowered and they go out and do the work and the ministry that God has for them so that even it multiplies. It multiplies. There's a great man of God who, who's an, uh, an evangelist. I'm not even going to say his name. He's got a worldwide ministry. One of his ministries... Yes, it's for salvation to people get saved, but also one of his main ministries and all the years he's been in ministry is to people who are already saved, to the body of Christ, building them up so that they are empowered to go out and then they go and also people get saved and healed and they build up the body of Christ. So it, it, it multiplies. 
exponential. That's the hundredfold return that Jesus was speaking about in the parable of the sower. I believe that. The, the, there's one group of the four groups in the parable of the sower that's the foundational parable and one group bore fruit and it was 30, 60, or 100 fold. And I remember reading a teaching that so it goes 30 and then it increases by 30 again to 60 but then the next increase is 100 fold. That's exponential. That's, that's what Reinhard Bonnke um, and by the way, he's not the great evangelist I was referring to in that. He, but well, it would apply to him too. But his ministry, exponential. I mean, not only, I mean, mil, tens of millions of people saved, but think of all the people that, that found the power of the Holy Spirit through his ministry who they are doing the same thing. Amen. So that, that's, that's the glorious potential Thank you for listening. Blessings to you.